0: I don't think it'll ever get old that's not that's not ever getting old for us that's magnificent humans, humans don't humans don't uh welcome Matt welcome everyone to humans in 30-ish Luke McCredden here Matt Peak is with me as always um good evening great to see you great to see you uh it's a it's a funny oh. old time and we we keep on pushing mm-hmm. through Matt but um yeah it's plenty happening around the world
1: oh <laughs> things just get weirder and weirder but the, the news that we heard through the week, Luke, was was quite distressing, wasn't it? It was
0: distressing. Um, a lot of people out there listening will probably think, "Oh, okay, they're you know referring to you know Trump with COVID and, and big issues like that." But no, there's a much more pressing issue, Matt. And um, you know, you 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 sent this through to me mm. the other day. Uh, you ruined my day, if I'm honest. Uh, you threw mm. me completely, mm. rattled me. Um, so, I mean i mean you give it to us you give it to us the way you yeah. saw it unfold well
1: veil veil sizzler uh <laughs> from from discussing it i think it was in our in our second episode where yeah. we were actually quite positive we had a sort of positive sandwich around around sizzler mm. but since then there's there's been a series of events um i don't know if it was a, a butterfly effect from our discussion i uh, but I mean, it is serious. A lot of people lost their jobs, and mm. but I mean, really, being on JobKeeper, if you were working at Sizzler, you would sort of say that you know that was kind of pointless because <laughs> we knew deep down uh, it it was in trouble. But I mean, we can't really have a minute silence now because that wouldn't work. But it <laughs> it is a sad day, and veil veil Sizzler, and veil the cheese toast, and and all the options. Oh, my- <laughs> so many options, and. I couldn't believe it. I feel like
0: I hadn't heard about Sizzler for decades and then you brought it up. Um, and it was a hot topic. We even heard from the head of operations at, at Sizzler Australia, Don. Clive. Don. Don. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who, yeah. you know, I, I thought this is great. Look, good on them. They're, they're charging through. That You made a point of saying, check out how we're doing things now. And yeah. yeah. Boom. Two weeks later or whatever it was,
1: Wow it's it's not 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 to make too much light of it because you know there's businesses in this environment that really suffer and and there's Mm. people involved so you know deepest sympathies to to the team there and it's it's the end of of an era um what what more can we say it it does seem with everything going on i haven't felt that my only sanctuary is the four walls of my home because if i open the door anything outside it just feels like chaos (laughs) i'm lucky that the home is a sanctuary but man. Yeah,
0: no, that was a that was a that was a rattler. That was uh that, that got us off guard, and yeah, absolutely. Thoughts go out to our good friends at uh that that worked for or a part of Sizzler Australia. Hopefully, they can pull it together and move on. Well,
1: I think it also signals, in, in a broader sense, the death of the buffet.
0: <laughs> Just yeah, wow. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, across hotels, across um, motels. Uh, you know any other establishment? I, I think you know buffets are going to find it tough, especially over the next ten years. They'll find it tough coming back from this. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fickle,
0: fickle. Well, look, I know, you know, we've got, to, we've got to move on and we have to move on. This is episode six mm-hmm. of Humans in 30-ish. Uh, for people that are new to the podcast, this is basically a, a situation where Matt and I bring a couple of topics each to the table. Uh, neither of us know what we're about to talk about and we just go for it and break them down and see, see what happens, Matt. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to date. There's been some amazing revelations and all sorts of stuff come from it. And Mate, I'm going to hand it to you to kick things off tonight.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. I, I wanted to start in a in an intimate way, actually. Um, lingerie. Okay. Very intimate. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. L- lingerie. So I, I was watching um the the Savage X Fenty show on um on Amazon Prime uh on on Sunday. And that was Rihanna's uh uh lingerie line. Right. And re and it, it is a fantastic line. But the show, oh, I just the, the show was absolutely sensational. You know, okay. the, the 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 pageantry and the, the fabrics and the materials and the color palettes and, and the wide range of, of people that, that were involved. Um you know, you had your traditional Victoria's Secrets lingerie, which I used to watch a lot um, where I could find it as a teenager. But seeing this production was really inspiring. But the, uh, it, it sort of raised a few concerns in my head um, because the, although the male range was very nice, it, you know, it was robes and, and certain things like that, compared to just the aesthetic and, and almost the artistry of the female range, I, I just feel that the male intimate range in, across the world is, is lacking somewhat. And if, if you let me sort of just explain, because this is, <laughs> please, <laughs> it is it is quite technical. Okay. Um, I mean, as you know, the 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 female lingerie, it, the the florals and the fabrics, it, and it's just such a such thought goes into the design. Mm. But when you talk about male underwear, but then male intimate range, yeah, sure, it might be a a, a, a you know high quality brief. But, but from there to, to like, like intimate lingerie, it goes from zero to 100 real quick. It's like <laughs> comfortable briefs that are kind of a nice brand to like a, a leather a cock and ball show, you know, wow. so with zips. And yeah, it's like it's too extreme. And yep. I just think there's an opportunity, and I, I don't think they've quite nailed it yet uh, to, to create a line of lingerie or intimate wear for men. Okay. What are your
0: thoughts? Uh, okay, um, I haven't thought about the intimate side of of male lingerie before. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that's not that's not a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? I mean, what what are you talking? Like, what do you give us an idea oh, of where you, where the middle ground is? You've said from zero to hundred. Um, I understand
1: that. Um, what does fifty look like? Look, I, I haven't thought about it too much as well. So I think I think yeah. you have. Well, okay. Maybe (laughs) I all right. I admit, maybe in my travels I've searched what is out there and it's it's really in your face. It's there's no nothing subtle about it, right? Okay. Yeah. But I don't have the solution right now, but let me let me throw some some numbers out there. Okay. The the lingerie, the global lingerie industry is worth twenty nine billion dollars. And they expect by two thousand sorry, twenty twenty five it to be worth over or close to fifty billion dollars, and I think what's happened in this pandemic and lockdown, well, people can't go out and get dressed up. So the lingerie has has been a key thing for people to feel good about themselves, to, to you know, women to get dressed up, and and I think that's been a real positive. But it's it's highlighted uh, a lack of um, just options for them. I don't know what the solution is. I mean, okay. you, you know, uh, but. To pardon the pun, it's, I think it's a growth market. <laughs> I think there's a growth market, yeah. and it's about accentuating the the, the physical attributes, but also um, no matter what body shape you are, but uh, you know, a- allowing a male to feel sexy. Mm. And I, I I just think if you look at the growth, and, and I mean Tom Petrovsky would, would he'll be on TV in two years, and he'll be commenting on on male lingerie. Just watch it's 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 boom, it's boom time, oh, and. Gosh. I'd throw it out to our listeners to to you know send in some samples. If we can <laughs> produce masks on mass at scale so quickly, yeah. why not male intimate wear?
0: Hmm. I wonder where the demand is, uh, who's asking for it, and what that looks like. And I also think it'll take a strong ambassador to really boost things. So you know the the David Beckham's of the world who have done the 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 fairly generic basic stuff maybe needs to needs to be someone like that who steps out with something that's in that, you know, a little bit risque type uh, arrangement without being, you know, like you said, all the way to 100 and extreme and in your face. Maybe it's got to be, that's what's got to happen. I don't know. Maybe you could start this, Matt.
1: Well, I've got some ideas. (laughs) I'm not going to share them yet because it's, you know, I don't have any prototypes. But, look, the Beckham thing is a good example. But, again, Mm. it's just briefs, you know. When the lingerie comes on, like, you know it's game time, right? Well, mm. what about when the guy puts something on? How you know you it, it's it, it, with the game? You know, there's two players. Yeah. Maybe there's three or four. Who knows? <laughs> what Sort of game you're playing. But yeah. you know, I, I just think it's it's a massive opportunity. Mm. Um, so look, that, that that just got me thinking, and it's not, not nothing to do with equal rights or anything like that. It's just something that I, I think there's. It's like what Steve Jobs said. With uh, Steve Jobs said with. Um, you know, his, his Braille or Apple or, or, you know, the phones or the computers, the market doesn't know what they want until you give it to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very like. true. Yep. And you're just looking at a gap in the market and yeah, a, a big gap if, if you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I like that. I mean, why not? Why not? I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, you had a fair influence on Sizzler. So this could be the next thing, you know, you might've pushed this in the right direction, Matt. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. I uh... I don't have the solution, but it's something that I'm passionate about. And, um, at look, if you look at the numbers and the market cap, mm. uh, you know, it, there's been the, the phone, the internet, the, the aeroplane, the, you know, the, the smartphone, all these great ingenuity, and lingerie is one of those. I do think male lingerie could be the next big thing. Wow. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad
0: at all. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Um, well, I suppose uh, changing the course of uh, things a little bit, um, I wanted to talk to you about a, a, an event, a, a, a global event that happens that I feel like is just tapering off a bit now. And I've thought about this for the last few years, actually, but it's not until this pandemic that I've thought, I feel like, I feel like I'm, in my mind, I'm kind of right on this. I think it's, it's slowly dropping off. And what I'm talking about are the Olympic Games. Mm. So I feel like no one's really talking about the fact that they were canned this year from Tokyo. Mm. Um, obviously, it was a big thing when 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 it had to be cancelled and whatever. So, But it's kind of just forgotten about. Um, even to the point where, do you even know it's been
1: rescheduled? Are you aware of this? <clears throat> oh, uh, I heard some months ago that they were planning to have it in, in 2021, but it was, it was pretty loosey-goosey.
0: Well, it's been locked in from all accounts and and I don't feel like it's really publicized and th- this is kind of what I'm getting at and I just feel like maybe since, I don't know, Athens t- 2004, it's just dropping away ever so slightly and I don't know whether, I think it's the interest, I, I just don't know whether the interest is there as much anymore and I think the TV ratings have plateaued and even dropped off in in some cases, which is huge because they're always the the record-breaking you know, ratings and that sort of thing. I don't think the Olympic gold medal is looked at as the holy grail any, anymore by athletes. Um, it's—I feel like it's more business now. You hear a lot of professional athletes talking about business and it's—it's it's the money and the—and all this sort of thing. And economics don't add up. You know, these cities that are hosting the Olympic Games, and I'll—I'll I'll use an example of um, uh, Beijing spent. You know, three point six billion uh, getting the infrastructure and everything happening, happening. Oh, sorry, sorry. They they generated three point six billion, yeah, but they spent forty billion. So you know, there's a lot of things that don't add up there. And it was the same with with London spending um eighteen billion or something and and only getting five back. So there's the way the world is at the moment. It's not sort of in a great position to be throwing money away like mm. that. Anyway. What I'm getting at is, and I don't want to see the Olympic Games disappear, but maybe Matt, it's time for a bit of a rebrand. It's time to think about how the games are done. And where, where was
1: it? Where was it? it? Was Japan, wasn't it, supposed to be Tok- in Japan? Yeah, yeah, Tok- Tokyo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Look, I, I think you are raising a really valid point because, fr- from my point of view. The, the, how fast the world moves now. And, and, you know, aside from the pandemic and, and the challenges that that's thrown up for, for all sports, but yeah, the four-year gap, I mean, the world moves so quickly. I mean, four mm. years ago, Trump wasn't president of the USA, right? So four years move so quickly. And within that four years, media, how we consume media, uh, the, the technology, like... There's, there's too much famine for, for the Olympics now. They need to it needs to be maybe every two years. It needs mm. to lift its tempo because I still think especially now there will be a thirst to unite the world as what mm. the Olympics would do. Mm. And I think people like the Olympics because of those niche sports. but to give athletes a two-year window instead of that stupid four-year window, I think that that could be a solution. Just have it every two years. And, and I, th- I still think it has a relevance, absolutely. I mean, they're mm. still the greatest athletes in the world mm. um, in a particular field. But, I, look, I'm with you. I think it's simple, though. Just change the structure. Mm. Um, but it's like cricket has faced its challenges with, with length um, and really not playing for anything in particular. I, I think the, the Olympics, you know, they, if they make it every two years, then people aren't waiting as long. It gives athletes... More of a window to, to make it, and yeah. then I think you will see more engagement because you know there'll there'll be there'll be more um, production and content that comes from. It. And
0: yeah, and I, look, I, and I'm all I'm a, I'm all for traditions, and the Olympics is one of the greatest traditions of all time. Um, mm. But I'm also I'm also for change, and I I don't think there's anything wrong or to be feared about saying you know what. Um, some of the sports, or maybe we just rejig the actual sports. Maybe the Olympic Games isn't a, 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 a competition of X amount of sports and different teams come together. Maybe we break it down. Maybe it's an Olympic game and it's one event and maybe the event goes for a couple of weeks and who knows what that event is. Like, like Quidditch or something. It could be anything. It could be literally you get your best athletes from your country and go at it and it could be something crazy like you know, the the the, the, the host city has the big, you know, the big bowl where the flame is. Mm, but mm. the aim of the game is to light that flame. So each country, so that, that, right. that, that's the game. So each, each nation has their team of athletes and they have to go through all sorts of tasks to get that Olympic mm. torch, to get it to the top, to ignite the flame and bang, you're the winner. You light that flame, you're the winner. You know, I'm just throwing it out there. You know, you know what I like
1: about it? it it's innovative. And I don't think in in this world we live in. I don't think uh, there's a bad idea. No. I don't. I, let's put everything on the table. Yeah. Um, you know, as long as you're not in a hot environment where there's bushfires and things like that, <laughs> you would have to really have some OHS in place. But yeah, you know, that I. I I, I'm with you. I, I I don't know what the solution is, but I still think it has a relevance. I mean, we watched the Kathy Freeman documentary a few weeks ago. Mm. Wow. I mean, w- what a moment to unite Australia. And I think I think a lot of countries need that. I think the world needs that.
0: I do too. Um, yep. Yep.
1: So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, a reflective, reflective piece there.
0: Yeah. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank mm. you. But you know, let's let think- Did you ever
1: think about going to the Olympics or like you know a sport where you you could have made the Olympics
0: as an athlete? Yeah, oh, I think about it all the time, but I could never do. What, what it. was what was the
1: sport?
0: <laughs> uh, I, you know, so growing up in the in the nineties, we were, we were a strong swimming nation. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Starting yeah. well, not not starting with, but in my time, you know, Kieran Perkins and and then right mm. through to Ian Thorpe, we were a strong nation in swimming. And listening to. Ray Rabbits Warren called the swimming, uh, you know, while watching it on the TV. That was inspiring, right? You used to get pumped up watching that. So, you know, that was always cool. But, um, you know, and and I don't want to complete, I'm not taking the piss because we went to Sydney and watched some of the events at Sydney in 2000. It was an amazing experience, incredible. Um, But, you know, I'm not also saying that I wouldn't enjoy being in the stands watching, you know, Twenty nations fight it out for the Olympic torch to try and reach the top to light it. Either I'm well, just would saying, be I'm just more saying. Inter-
1: yeah, it would be more entertaining than swimming. Yeah. I mean, let's think about no, it. No, yeah. why, why were we watching that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We were drawn in. We were drawn in.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Well. But anyway, it, I just it, think don't be no. too um, narrow minded when when it comes yeah. to thinking about Paris in 2024 and LA in 2028. We've got time to change it up if we want to. I'm just saying.
1: Mm yeah good good Mm. um look i this this next one is and i don't mean to offend you if you use this okay Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, at the end of the day (laughs) now yeah i uh, i i put my hand up and i say i i used to say it a lot but at the beginning of this year i'm not saying it was a resolution but i made a (laughs) commitment to try and avoid yeah at the end of the day yeah and it's it really irritates me now and I, I particularly see it with with like sporting coaches you know at the end of the day it wasn't our yeah. our our night yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, it it when i did a little bit of research on it mm. and it originated in 1889 <laughs> Where a guy said, you know, in terms of, at the end of the day, it was about, at the end of the day, did I earn my wage, right?
0: Okay. Yeah. You
1: know that that was where it originated from. But yeah. now people just use it haphazardly, yeah. and and a lot of other a lot of other sayings like you know the reality is yeah. like, and yeah. I, I, I'm committed to to not saying those things, although I accidentally said it today because it was on my mind, and I was just so embarrassed. <laughs> But yeah. it's used, like, do you think, like, because at the end of the day, um, he was decapitated. Like, you can't use it like that. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, look. And, they, and Man, they irritate me, those sayings. Because the yeah. issue also is once you say it, you are, you have to say the, the next thing is like an address. At the yeah. end of the day, you you got to deliver big after you say the reality is or at the end of the day. Yeah. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. No,
0: it's great. It's a great one. There's And I'll start by putting my hand up and saying, I certainly use it, um, have used it, continue. I don't know. And sometimes I think, and what I was actually about to say was, I think a lot of these things have become part of most people's um, day-to-day vocabulary. I don't think that we even think about what we're saying half the time. Um, for some reason, these little lines get stuck in your head really quickly, um, whether it's at the end of the day, or uh, reality is, or, or I'll give you a snapshot of what I'm talking about. You know those sort of things, like oh. the the, the one worders or the one liners. Um, but I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say I don't use them because at the end of the day I use them from time to time. But you you are
1: right. There's, they're- <laughs> well, they're, they're like they're like filler, aren't they? But yeah, you, you can never deliver on them, and it, and it's the same with buzzwords, you know where. There'll be a buzzword, where if you don't know it, you feel like you're not as smart because everyone knows this this trend. Like, do, do you know about um, T L D R? Too, too long, don't read. No. In 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 circles of of like tech and industry, right, so it's like no. there's T L D R, then there's like fireside chat, you know, <laughs> and then. There's low-hanging fruit and, and bear, bear traps and I'm sick of fucking buzzwords yeah. and I'm I'm sick of these like misrepresentation of analogies. Mm. So do, do
0: think, I, 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 mm, go. Do you think our language has become lazy? Or oh, we, we have sorry, become we? lazy on our oh. language. Yeah
1: oh, we, we all want to make these big statements and <laughs> you know uh, you know say things in really presidential ways mm. um, but it, it it always backfires it always backfires I think that so- the most
0: enjoyable times went to hear buzzwords or one-liners or whatever whatever it is is when they get put into wrong context I find that amusing I find that hilarious and I think um it just shows that they're yeah they're completely being um, overused and, and getting stuck in people's minds w- far too easily so yeah good one I mean it's well, it, oh, there's a whole lot of those lines it,
1: the the killer is also the reality is <laughs> it's one of those days and at the end of the day if you make your own bed you sleep in it I reckon I've heard a combination which doesn't make any sense at the yeah. end of the day it is it is what it is like come on man say some, say something worthwhile. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: and I, anyway, I think
1: I, I'm worked up about this.
0: No, and that's fine. And I think to um, touch on the point you made about the the sports coaches or, or, or athletes or, or whatever in the media, oh. I, I think I I almost think they're an exception. You know, in I'm not saying it it makes it okay, but what I mean is, I, I just think they use it absolutely on purpose because it's it's their throwaway lines and they're not committing to saying anything to these journalists who. Day to day, do their head in. So they, these coaches or players are just using, reeling off these one-liners. I mean, you know, the ongoing joke of um, footballers saying we're taking it one week at a time. It actually still gets used. Like it, it's been going for fifty years or as long as you know the media has been calling football. Yeah,
1: but that that's a good example. But that's yes, it's a cliche, but that's quite literal. But yeah. if what, well, like, let's say a, a coach gets up, he should say. At the end of the game, yeah, yeah, Blah blah blah. Like just just make it literal. Like, yeah.
0: do you know? Can I can I just give you one that's that like infuriates me? Absolutely infuriates. And say it's, it, say it, baby. And and it's it's relevant to football mm. because I, I hear it a lot. Uh, but but only recently, while calling a game. So the game is is live. It's happening, and the commentator refers to something or a player as um, Matt Peaks kicked three goals on the night six but yeah on the but it's on the night but it's they're almost referring Mm. to it as it's happened and it's finished but it's mid-game like if you were to say um uh you know a couple of days later i matt kicked six goals on the night it was you know it was it was a good game but during the call i don't know what it is but it 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 drives me nuts i don't know i I think it's an americanism if that makes sense Mm. and i've heard you know, baseball commentators or basketball commentators re- use that in the states, but I don't know. There's something about when particular Australian commentators use it in a football match; it doesn't make sense to me, and it just it just drives me a bit
1: crazy. But that's oh, you know, it's kind oh, of you know, yeah. bloody green shoots and all this crap, back shoulder, all this crap that <laughs> these oh know oh that's a new new word that must be smart. Like just stop <laughs> making shit up, please, yeah. please. You can anyway, sound, you can sound smart
0: with all, all that. No, no, yeah. it's good. Well, That's a great. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. done. It well is done. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to round up, round, round up, round off the show with um, oh, it's not too controversial, I don't think, but it is something that um, I, I got a message from uh, actually it was my brother during the week and he said, Oh, check this out on YouTube. It's it's just someone's put it on there. And it was uh, from 1998. The the video of my high school's Rocker Stedford, oh. and and I just I just all of a sudden had these memories come flooding. But you're my sort of similar age, Matt. Are you familiar? You you were involved? Were oh yeah. In yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, no, I was more of a tournament of minds, uh, okay. man. I I, I was uh, finished uh, state champion, uh, tournament of minds, but state finished uh, in the three in nationals, went to nationals, finished third. <laughs> but, no, that's a different story. But, no, yeah, Rocker of I remember all the, you know, the, the buzz and, and mm. the theatrics. Uh, I think it was a daytime TV, you know, when the footy wasn't on. Yeah. Um, I'd see the Rock of Stedford, I think it was on Channel 7. and yep. Yeah,
0: yeah I, well, it was big. It was, it was huge and it was, uh, you know, it went for... Thirty years, I think it it, it mm-hmm. went, it ran for every year. Uh, high schools around the country would would um would have teams of up to hundred. I think it was, but it was basically a, a dance drama yeah. um performance, which was a competition. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a battle of the bands type scenario, mm-hmm. um uh, state by state. And and I just uh you know, and I watched uh, all these memories come flooding back, and I just thought. It's such a shame that this isn't around anymore. And 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 it, it about uh, two thousand twelve, I think it might have been, or two thousand and ten. Uh, the the funding for it was was well, it got it was political, like, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. Did it get yeah, political? the yeah. lack the of the funding. bureaucrats. Yeah, and and it was it was a charity that basically was sort of running it, and they were hoping you know they were um, at the mercy of getting funding from from government or various organisations to keep it going. And it was just the most magnificent event. Uh, there was a good message behind it. It was all about anti-drugs, alcohol, um, smoke, cigarettes, and that sort of thing. Because it was all school kids involved. Um, there were studies done around the fact
1: they would, that they were they weren't doing drugs behind backstage anti-drugs. Yeah, oh, yeah, anti. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, uh, you know, and 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 like in I looked it up the other day because I, I was sort of curious. And in two thousand and five, uh, up to well, I think there was about a hundred thousand kids you know um, high school age kids that from over 800 schools that participated in that's in one year and like that that's a big mm-hmm. powerful thing and and the reason i brought it up and, and i was um, really disappointed to hear that it doesn't happen anymore was the memories of you talked about you know in the olympics that 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 united feeling of having you know the world get together there was nothing in my experience in high school that united the students more than this Rocker Steadford. Like I'm talking yeah. about, yeah. you know, kids that were, you know, the rebels that would put out their cigarettes behind the shed, then go into the Rocker mm-hmm. Steadford rehearsal, that, you know, the jocks um, playing footy or basketball and then coming in. And then the the kids that were somewhat antisocial, um, that would sort of just do their thing quietly and, and would study most lunchtimes and whatnot, and that's fine, would get involved as well. There was this huge mix of people. And when you're in that environment, there was no hierarchy. Everyone was just having the best time and you'd get to the mm. performance and the adrenaline would be running, you'd be high and people that you'd never speak to at school. But it was the it was this huge united coming together of, of people that I just, it's such a shame that it doesn't exist
1: anymore. Yeah, I mean, knowing Australia, it, I could imagine there'd be a lot of catfighting fighting behind the scenes in an, in an event like that with some of the, the, the adults probably ruined it to be fair, I, I would assume. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you, you see it in, in even our artistic culture that uh, whether it be film or, or music or, you know, th- those pathways seem, they seem blurry now and, and mm. you know, it's not as promoted like, like that, that platform, you know, in, encouraging people to express themselves and, and work together and and sing and and dance and all that thing, you, you know that that could have given a lot of people confidence and pathways through their adulthood. But you know we just don't see that in as part of our culture. We don't see that as embrace. And I agree with you. I, th- I think it's, it's you know it was it used to be televised on on national TV. Yeah, I and mean, that's a big deal. That's huge. you know like it's like in America there's the Little League World Series. You know where they celebrate. You know the the young people playing baseball, and it's one of the biggest TV events in in, in America. And mm. you know, I, I, I'm with you. they're those things that that if you lose in a culture, you know, your you, generations can sort of be a little bit, you know, I'm not confused, but they 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 end up going in sort of different paths, and and that that culture of art sort of gets lost a little bit. And I'm, I'm hoping you know we can get it back i mean it's like oh, the that... glee club isn't it the show glee is it sort yeah. of, you know but yeah yeah i'm with you man I'm i'd love you. to i'd I'm... love
0: to see it come back and I, I just think that the confidence it put in in it's it instilled in people you couldn't you can't buy that sort of that that confidence coming from working with a hundred of your mates or 50 of your mates on a stage in front of a full uh, rod Laver arena or the you know wherever they did it um Towards the end there, but you know, just yeah, there's something about that that I just I just wanted to put it out there. I'd love to I'd love to hear some thoughts from people that might be listening that maybe maybe there's a chance we can lift this off the ground again for the kids in
1: the future. Well, it it feels tonight, Luke, we've we've put a lot out there that that we're, <laughs> we're you know we're we're motioning for change from from male lingerie to um the, you know the the reformatting the Olympics to getting rid of some stupid. I guess, analogies, yeah. you know, to the rock of Stedford. I mean, we're, we're asking a lot of our audience and the world right now and, you know, <laughs> the, the challenge is out there.
0: Yeah, well, you know, if you, can, uh, if you can bankrupt Sizzler, Matt, you can do anything. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to throw you <laughs> under the bus, but...
1: <laughs> uh, no, I know, look- it's been one of those weeks. It's been one of those weeks where I'm just searching. I'm searching for something. For change. Well, there we go. This episode has has brought that to to fruition. Too right it has.
0: Absolutely. I think we've done it well. It's evolution. Oh, it is. It is. It's time for thinking outside the square more than ever before. And if some of the things that we've brought up tonight and maybe some of the things in the future. Thinking
1: outside the square. Okay. I I don't. But, hey. Hey. (laughs) Call it out. (laughs) Call it out. (laughs) <laughs> you have Alright I'll,
0: I'll I'll be very careful Choosing my words From here on in From here on in Is that one I don't know I say I don't know anymore no, you've, That's you've... perfect No okay. I know I'm being too harsh I'm being too harsh <laughs> You're making me nervous Yeah
1: I'm making one... a mountain Out of my alley. What?
0: <laughs> one thing you Simply won't be able To deny Matt Is mm. our outro music Mate mm. and, I'm uh... going to ponder I'm going to ponder While we listen Yeah Yeah you sit there Think about all the things We've discussed And I thank everyone for tuning into this episode.
1: Maybe the Olympics could be the Rockstedter.
0: Holy shit. And the uniforms could be male lingerie.
1: Did we just do that? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>